Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing today? I am doing Fantastimo. Oh, okay. Fantastimo. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Mo, Mo, Mo Bell, Mo Problems. That's what I, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that as well. Those are the well, things. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. We've got a uh, episode of the flash to talk about. Always excited to hang with you for a bit. And uh, actually I'm, I'm right. This is really interesting. Cause I think the last time you were, you and I recorded, I think this is right. I was making gumbo. Is that right? I feel like that I think right. so. Yes. Okay. So, so it was because it was a uh, Mardi Gras. Well, so this is the thing. I once again am writing the middle of making gumbo. That is just bizarre. I know. I know. Well, no, it's not as bizarre as it might sound because tomorrow, as we record this episode, I will be competing in a gumbo cook-off. And so I've been in the process of refining this particular recipe. And <laughs> I just I, all of a sudden, as I was sitting down to record, had flashbacks to uh, you know, like jumping back and forth between like like pulling the duck out of the oven and like putting the thing on the boiler and all this stuff. It's like like oh wow this duck. is uh yeah oh man i make i make a duck oyster gumbo that you would not believe i guarantee that i will be walking away with the prize uh this time tomorrow well not this time tomorrow but this time the next day i, <laughs> I will have it in my possession isn't it I, I thought it was uh non-traditional to mix uh like poultry and seafood ah see but i found a way i found a way bell look at this guy it's just, just carving paths in in gumbo engineering I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, it's it's the it's the gaminess of the duck. And I don't just go oysters. I go smoked oysters. So it's the Ooh. smokiness of the oysters. Those two kind of uh, pair well in a way that you would not believe. But I'll have to cook it for you sometime, man. I think you'd like you, it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses and now you're 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 patenting it and you're selling it. And <laughs> we, we, what? No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Well, I, it's we, <laughs> we 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 use the Jurassic Park quote last week from uh uh you know they never you know science your scientists never always sat around thinking about whether or not they could and never asked whether or not they should. Well, there's another scene you know where he's he's reprimanding John Hammond and uh <laughs> the shoulders of giants and I got the reference. I just don't think it's appropriate. But ju- but Bell, no, it's not. Welcome, welcome to Gumbo Park. <laughs> <laughs> I would like I would like to go to that park. That sounds yep. delicious. Oh, let's say Le Bon Temps Roulet, my friend. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode, though. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's get into The Rundown. The Rundown. Episode two of season nine. Fear, no evil. Nope. Here, no evil. <laughs> Directed by Eric Wallace and story by Jonathan Butler and Kristen Kim. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, air quotes, Caitlin introduces herself as Snow, a blank slate resulting from the Consciousness Resurrection Chamber, also known as the CRC's malfunction. Mark Blaine has Team Flash try and reverse the process, but secretly tries to restore Frost as well, resulting in another malfunction. They learn restoring Caitlin and Frost is impossible and vote on who to restore, but ultimately decide to let Snow choose. Meanwhile, Hartley Rathaway is attacked by a new fiddler and goes to Star Labs for help. After talking with Snow, he tries to kill the fiddler, but Flash convinces him not to, and they rescue his boyfriend Roderick and their crew from a vibrational prison. Mercer steals Hartley's sonic gauntlets and retreats with the fiddler, who Team Flash identifies as Andrea Wozik. 
Snow chooses to live her own life as Keon and Hartley destroys the CRC, enraging Mark, who vows to get even with Hartley. The speedster uses the sonic gauntlets to stabilize into a physical form before planning to make Central City pay for Barry's actions. The speedster, so Red Death, let's just say it's Red Death. But they don't know that. They haven't named her yet. In the, in the, in the, uh, the closed captions? Had. No, not closed captions. I want to say it was in the, uh, in the, in the CW app, like description oh, of the episode. The CW app is not Canon Bell. Come on. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you'd be whipping out the CW seed and be like, look at Ray. Remember Ray? Remember when Ray showed up for like five seconds in a crossover? See, it's all connected. Okay. Then the mysterious dark speedster. We'll, we'll go with that for now. That's Red Death. It's fine. We 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 know we know what's going. The we kids know. don't know, but we know we know what's we know. Going. All right, Bell. Uh, you know, <laughs> and even just like reflecting on this episode, I, I I am another Family Guy reference comes to my mind, which is um, that's right, kids. It's a Meg episode. There's the clicker. <laughs> no one would blame you. <laughs> that's how I feel whenever there's a Caitlin Snow focused episode, which I guess Caitlin Snow not in this episode, but this is. You know, the snow frost of it all. The the frost siblings. Yes. Yeah. And now and we have a third frost <laughs> sibling. You went to the last season of the show. I got nothing to lose. I've never liked where they've taken this character. <laughs> that is, you know, well documented on this podcast. But I mean, like this whole the snow thing, you had a great opportunity to reinvent this 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 mess of a character into like an awesome like rogue. And turn her into a, like a really epic actual villain that she never really fully became. Like even with the Frost thing, you, you, you ran to make Frost a hero again. Like as soon as you introduced that concept, like this could have been the opportunity to give us the actual Killer Frost or Killer Snow, if you will, that, that many of us kind of wanted to see. But no, Belle, no, we go blank state and she's not Killer Snow. She's Healer Snow somehow. That's where we went with this. Complete 180, ran in the opposite direction cats and dogs lying together it's mass hysteria <laughs> so i okay so like after all of her the stuff she was talking about how like nature is all healy and all this kind of stuff i like being outside i'm going with this route i'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there and all it's right. gonna be ridiculous and it's gonna be insane and they're not gonna do it but it'd be super cool if they did uh poison snow no <laughs> poison ivy <laughs> uh -huh. killer frost snow come on well there is something to be said for the fact that the series has always played fast and loose with the DC lore and that, you know, even at its inception, I mean, like, I think we were, we're pretty cool with a lot of the things. I mean, the exploration of a universe in the beginning, I know this makes some people mad, but in the beginning with no Superman and no Batman allowed for this kind of vacuum for the flash and arrow to be the Superman and Batman of their, of this universe. And that was kind of cool. They were the brave and the bold, if you will. And then even later on, when we got, you know, when we did get kind of the super bat families, there was a lot that was kind of teased out about what would it look like for a Supergirl Batgirl team up uh, that we never really saw, you know, that check never got cashed. In fact, if you look at this like franchise, the DC TV universe as a whole, I feel like it is a great and one day will be a great exploration of amazing ideas 
with really messed up execution. And I'm not necessarily talking about story, although an argument can be made. I'm actually talking about more of like behind the scenes. Like we know that certain people weren't getting treated very well. We know that certain people weren't always getting along with everybody. We know even in this episode when Iris was like, you know, choosing whether or not to get Frost or Caitlin. And she's just like, Frost, I got my reasons. And it's like, (laughs) you kind of feel like maybe that's a little bit of a nod to the fact that it is at least rumored let's say that these actresses don't exactly get along very well you know what i mean is that is that true i i hadn't heard of that i was always it's wondering true who... that it's a rumor bell that's what i'm saying it's it is, okay it's a rumor yeah i was always wondering Never who... really dove into but you know yeah I, I was always curious as, as as who uh you know iris was having a beef with on set i w- was iris having a beef with was well, i guess having a beef with iris yeah that's that's true Whoever like there, there there was beefing that yes. was that was being that was happening. I was curious as to you know what what the sitch was because I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a very nosy person and I I need to know these things that don't pertain to me whatsoever. Uh. <laughs> well, you know it's it's kind of one of those situations. We've never been like a gossipy type show, but I just I think about the fact that there's just a lot of deep logistics that has to go into pulling off some of the things they wanted to do. And a lot of it was just not handled very well. I mean, like, again, like you look at what happened over at Batwoman and just kind of, you know, the the, the way in which a lot of these uh, characters have had to uh, be recast and reorganized and reworked because of what was going on behind the scenes and because of how the talent was treated and not really cared for appropriately. And so anyway, all that to say, Killer Snow, I mean, uh, just Snow, Healer Snow is here, Belle. Um, but not only is Healer Snow here, we are also reintroduced to Hartley. Uh, I'm glad to see an, a familiar face with a returning uh, rogue. Uh, of course, Hartley being the Pied Piper. This is an early, early. I want to say he was first introduced all the way back in season one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. And then he was flash pointed into kind of a good guy. And then he came back as a bad guy, but he was like a mafia style bad guy. And less right. of a, yeah, one where Flash is able to be like, uh, you know, OK, fine. You can do all your criminal stuff, but no metahuman criminal stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> his, his character got reinvented three or four times, but therein lies, you know, sort of the timeline uh but no hartley's back i like that he's just as absolutely just the worst as like that was classic hartley you know <laughs> like he was just yeah. the worst to everybody yeah just just complete jerk absolutely classic hartley yeah so you know it's good to kind of see a return to form from that standpoint uh kind of cool concept with uh you know pied piper going up against the fiddler i think that's kind of neat thematically if it, at the very least yeah, you know, uh, you always kind of figure out they're they're probably on the same side. They would never fight, but they're both Sonic based, and it'd be neat if they did. And they did, and we got to see that, and that was pretty cool. And apparently, Sonic fiddles from the future or from an alternate dimension or whatever can uh, put your heart into arrhythmia and keep it there <laughs> because OMG science. <laughs> no, of course, dude. OMG science was all over this thing with like the whole CRC, and it's like, whoa, wait, but her brain map patterns are on the flux capacitor like they just like made up words you know they're just making up words back there like just omg science all over the place oh it was, it was beautiful it was beautiful it, it just had to be wasted on on a, on a caitlin episode well i uh, wasted uh, i mean the, I, we, we yeah we got the omg science i don't know i you know it i this was is a I legends was way, thing isn't it this is very legends isn't it no this is no 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 this is nowhere near the level of legends ridiculousness and and, and the difference is is that because legends leans into its ridiculousness heavily mm. a lot of in jokes 
a lot of things that like you know they're they're winking at the camera you know right. and and so it makes it, it, it it's you're you're just like yeah of course they're in on it so it's fine it's harder on a show like the flash because there is a lot of ridiculousness and you know for for Barry who's supposed to be this you know scientist guy and this detective and stuff and for him to say these things and not wink at the camera like I don't know it it's it, it's sort it's I, I've come to accept it from the flash and it's fine and it's you know because because at a certain point you have to start getting into the OMG science and the ridiculousness because it's a comic book show. And uh, <laughs> so I've accepted that, but I think, I think the ridiculousness in legends is a little bit better played off just because of, you know, the feeling that they're in on the joke and all that kind of stuff. Okay, I mean, like I hear you. All right. So, and maybe this is like a, a broader, you know, conversation obviously, but like to make the comparison, you know, a talking raccoon who goes around with a giant gun and a, you know, walking tree, that's OMG science ridiculousness. You know what I mean? Like none of this makes any sense. The fact that rocket was like one of the Avengers in Endgame, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's preposterous. It's absolutely <laughs> preposterous, especially if you've watched some of the other things, none of this makes any sense, but the reason it works is because of the earnestness. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're kind of invited into a world where this seems to make sense in some form or fashion and this i don't know i feel like there's a less there's not as much of an earnestness and i think you know part of that just comes we're we're nine years in we've got a cast that honestly just a cast of characters that look exhausted with each other everybody just kind of looks (laughs) like no i'm being dead serious and I'm, i'm sorry i'm sorry but like i said we're here at the tail end i got nothing to lose i'll burn the whole thing down with no i'm just kidding but no, I mean, everybody looks super exhausted. They're ready to go on and do other things. And it's kind of like, how on earth? This show probably should have like ended after three seasons, to be honest. I mean, well, when you when you when you have such a great first season with such a Fantastic. great villain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I almost would have been happy with one season. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, There's I'll been some say great this, seasons, like, though, great events and all that kind of stuff. So that's 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 yeah. This show's I mean, done tip- some great things. Let's let's be real. No, no, you're you're exactly right. And like, look, I tip my hat to him with especially like Crisis in particular. I mean, fantastic. I, like, yeah. you know, maybe not as fluid as is like you look at what they did with what they had. This is a show that began during an era of TV that was coming to its close, and a new era of television emerged probably about around the time of like season three, maybe season four, maybe a little bit earlier. But yet this. <laughs> this this show decided not to necessarily like either come to a close and then relaunch the franchise or something like that in like the new modern era they they stretched out this kind of old model beyond the time that it really makes any sense and you know i just it's kind of one of these situations that leads us now to the place where like butter spread over too much bread these storylines <laughs> are like we're really doing another Caitlin Snow alternate personality and instead of like doing a villain with it we're going back to this is a heroic character like why bell I mean we don't know yet I I'm holding on to my to my poison snow theory that's never going to happen but I'm holding on to it but and, and I and I agree with you 100% cuz like I think the thing that's been that's been bothering me about it is that like we got three flashbacks at the beginning of this episode two of which were things that happened moments prior mm. <laughs> Yes. The third was something that happened last season, right? And then all of a sudden, without any sort of context or anything like that, oh, by the way, there's a third personality that, um, you know, Papa Frost wanted to insert into her daughter that 
and maybe I'm just misremembering and they talked about this in previous seasons, especially the one around, you know, uh, around Frost's dad when, you know, they had that whole fight stuff there. I don't remember them ever. I mean, we we've known about the Frost personality. We've known there's been a split there. And then we had them split up into two separate people and we had all that kind of stuff. Was there ever any mention of a third personality? Uh, I mean, everybody's acting like they knew about it. So it's like, oh, here's the third one. Oh, yeah. Barry's like, I, I looked through all of his files and I found this thing and he really wanted a third daughter named Keon. And and I, I was trying to figure out like, Keon. Is that from something? But I had no idea how to spell that. <laughs> it's, it's All right. So this is you know, what? this is actually a good opportunity, too, because like when he said it, I, 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 too, did not know how to spell it. But it is K-H-I-O-N-E, uh, which let's see. Keon was a nymph of Mountain Hemos uh, in Thrake in north greece uh she was the daughter of boraz god of the north wind and arethia the lady of the mountain gales so and she and, and it, she's also appeared in comics like i think that's the actual like greek representation right well but all the greek gods have appeared in, in well that's DC true comics. that's true is is this a dc comics it's right i don't know what that is yeah um but yeah goddess of snow Okay, so they're they're still going the snow angle, even though there's you know I don't know plants and nature based stuff that they're talking about here. Yeah, doesn't snow actually kill the plants? I've got I've got a lot of <laughs> dead plants outside from this. Got a lot know. of limbs in my yard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, life is so beautiful, it's so great. It's just everything's alive. Then snow comes and kills it. Kion, you you kill it. That's what you do. Maybe yeah. this is maybe this is her turn. I guess. I don't know. I don't care, Bell. I don't care. But I, I don't know. I, I'm still holding on to a, uh, a, a a killer snow sort of thing. I mean, that that whole conversation that she had with uh, Hartley about, you know, you're not mm-hmm. changing because or, or what what did she say exactly? It was something like you're. Your decision to change because of your of your love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, a yeah, choice yeah. that you made. You haven't made that choice yet. You did it for him, not for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, maybe she ultimately decides that like I do want to kill people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, you're right. I was the happiest when I was like robbing uh, robbing banks and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's it, I don't know. It was interesting. So I'm still holding on for that. I'm still hoping that maybe we'll get something interesting like that out of it. But I I, I don't know. I'm just you know I'm I'm way more interested in Red Death. I, I would like more than 30 seconds of advancement of that storyline per episode. You know, um, yeah. I think that's way more interesting. Uh, the fact that he's getting the rogues together to fight the Flash, I think that's interesting. Um, the fact that we have another heroic Caitlyn Avatar. Yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever. Let's talk about this, man. Uh, the rogues are coming back together. I mean, like we we do we are seeing a return, if not of the same, you know, I guess person behind the mask. A lot of the same thematic rogues from the past. Obviously, Captain Boomerang back uh, from last week. So this seems to be like he's going to uh, continue to play into this storyline. Um, Hartley. Who knows where we'll see Hartley when it's all said and done, but it'd be cool if he actually did make an appearance as we kind of build towards, you know, I mean, like, I'll just go ahead and say it. Next week's episode is called Rogue's War. So we know that, you know, the rogues are assembling in some form or fashion because of the machinations of this, 
you know, um, unknown speedster who sure looks a lot like Red Death. (laughs) (laughs) We've got this fiddler, which is kind of interesting. Um, You know, when she first I should mention this when the fiddler first showed up, I thought for sure that she was Weather Witch. Oh, interesting. Okay, a lot of rain this episode. You notice that? Yeah, I did. Um, and that could be a lead into something else, uh, maybe. But like, I saw her musical instrument, and I was like, "Fiddler." And then it turns out, yes, it was a fiddle. And so I was like, "Oh, cool! I got that one right." I seem to have flashbacks of when the fiddler first appeared on the show. That I I made a parody song of "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." <laughs> I think that happened. I think that I think that the devil went down to Central internet. City. Except I think it was like like the fiddler went down to central city or maybe it was whoever the villain was like zoom or I don't know, maybe cicada. I can't remember. Which oh villain. God. Cicada. Oh God. <laughs> I don't, I don't hate the cicada storyline as much as you do. I actually enjoy that. That was the storyline that would never end. Oh my God. There's so many opportunities, so many opportunities for flash to like have super speed and just, you know, take care of it. But no, the storyline that never it would never end, I think, is kind of the series as a whole. Though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I've had some I have some very fond memories of this show. I will say, however, that I've had fond memories in every season. Those fond memories get fewer and fewer. <laughs> well, no, this is all right. So this is the thing, though. I, you have to understand, I am not trying to bash the show holistically. I know it, it kind of comes across that. And maybe it's like a little bit of frustration when it comes time to record the episode. I'm like, man, I. I want to talk about what I like, but man, what do I say when I really, I feel the, I feel the tiredness that I get from the performances that are coming from the show and the tiredness that you see. And honestly, frankly, the writing of the show, like, again, we are stretching out the frost Caitlin storyline. It has changed very little. There has been so little growth. Like the best thing they ever did for the character was have frost as an actual character and let, you know, uh, let kind of frost be frost but then they destroy that and then they destroy Caitlin. And now we've got a new snow sister. And so it's just, it's just more of the same, which is frustrating. I mean, um, maybe, maybe it's like Daniel Panabaker is like, y'all want me back. I want to, I want to try something new and play a new character. And they're like, all see, right. This is the thing. I get the sense that maybe, you know what? I, no, anyway, no, there's a no, reason no, why no. Iris wanted Frost and not Caitlin. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, you know, there, there's been, there's been some shakeups uh, at Warner brothers with, you know, uh, discover media buying them. Um, this is true. Lots of, uh, drama there as they just, you know, decide to scrap stuff. That's already ready to put on TV and film for a tax write off. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm honestly shocked that the flash survived that process. That, that is, that is crazy to me, but you know what you're alluding to uh, somebody that wears a bat and that is about to bring us into speedster speculation, but first we'll be right back. This is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. Speedster speculation. All right, man. Speedster speculation. Uh, of course, we've got Red Death on the scene. Like you know it, I know it. Uh, we do have the confirmation that the not the next episode rather will be rogues of war followed directly by the first part of the mask of red death now as i understand it i do believe this season is supposed to be broken up into these kind of uh you know graphic novels 
with this concept of Red Death being the, the kind of the first one. So this is this is going to be a tight story when it comes down to it. And that's interesting to do that with Red Death. Like we, you know, we have uh, every time we have a speedster villain, it's it's always a, a really interesting storyline. I think, um, and to have this one be the first and not the last, that's kind of an interesting choice. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a heavy hitter, but it is a character that is more associated with Batman than it is with the Flash. Yeah. And yet, at the same time, you know, this also gives kind of an opportunity to. I, I give a li- at least a nod. I know just the, I don't know. It's, it's, we saw Batwoman, this new Batwoman appear in the future briefly in last season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and yet we never actually get a chance to fully meet her or fully engage with her in the present. And so having, I guess, arguably yet again, another version of that Batwoman engage in the present, at least kind of gives a sense of connectivity between the flash and Batwoman that we haven't really seen. Interesting that it's in the form of a villain. And I'm very curious, Bell, as part of this speculation, we see that uh, Red Death wants to take revenge on Central City to make it pay for Barry's actions. What do you feel are Barry's actions against Red Death, given that in the comics, it's kind of Red Death's actions against Barry, right? Yeah, isn't it? And correct me if I'm wrong here, but like Batman kind of like loses the thread and wants to be more harsh on bad guys and flash is like, nah. And so he steals Flash's speed and becomes red death. Right. Like if he straps into the front of the Batmobile, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Straps into the Batmobile and drives him into the cosmic tread. No, no. He modified the Batmobile to be kind of like the cosmic treadmill or something. And uh, anyway, stole his speed. That's, that's the important bit there. Yeah. Essentially kind of harvested the speed force from Barry in a fairly gruesome fashion to become this merger of a bat flash, if you will. And so we, it, it, this kind of this, this mindset that red death is here to take revenge on central city because of Barry and have justice for something, you know, that the Barry potentially of her universe had done. Uh, interesting. Is it possible that Barry of her universe is a villain? Like that there's a, a dark flash of her universe. Um, that's possible. That could that could be it. Um, I'm thinking if this Red Death is from the, you know, the main show's universe, that this Red Death is going to punish Barry for his uh, illegal imprisonment and suspension of habeas corpus <laughs> rights that he did to most yeah. every villain in the show. That's got to be it, right? I mean, <laughs> that's got to be it right there. Yep, yep, yep. No, that's good. I like that. You know, I'm wondering if we might actually see a case of mistaken identity. Is it possible that we might have a return of another speedster rogue, for example, could we see Zoom? And I'm talking specifically of you know pre-Black Flash Zoom, because if that's the case, uh, it's possible that we're seeing a, another uh, Hunter Zolomon from another timeline that is responsible, like has has taken the you know taken the the name of Barry Allen, kind of like In- Hunter Zolomon did taking the name of Jay Garrick in our timeline. Okay, so so you're saying that in in this Batwoman's timeline, that Zoom took Barry Allen's name, did bad things, which made Batman mad, and now he's somehow in this universe, and he's going to take his revenge in this universe. Yeah, something like that. All right, so hear me out. Hear me out. First of all, let's just let's just go ahead and acknowledge this. I've been like, and Red Death is not Batman. Red Death is Batwoman. Well, yeah, right. Like it would like, make we, sense. Like, we we know this is the case. I I feel like. For it to make sense in this universe, it would have to be because there's been no Batman. 
Yeah. So my thought is that <gasps> in her unless, timeline, oh, Red Death is Oliver. <laughs> the Batman wow. of the CW verse. <laughs> Alternate universe Oliver takes the flash speed, becomes Red Death. It could be. It could be. It's not going to. That's not it. Uh, <laughs> here's, no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So she's from a different Earth. Okay. And we know that multiple Earths have their own timelines. So what I'm proposing is that on her Earth, Hunter Zolomon traveled from maybe another Earth or maybe from the, her future or something like that and called himself Barry Allen, took on the guise of Barry Allen, and in some ways tricked her perhaps, uh, and, and, and totally like wrecked Gotham and everything else. And in the, and then, so she's so, so mad that she goes and she hunts down this dude. And then he's like, Oh, what me, I'm just Hunter Zolomon. I'm not Barry Allen, but she doesn't care. And she takes Zolomon's speed. All right. Somehow harvests it to become red death. And then, and then she goes over here. You know, it, it's not, it's not clean, but it's, it, it might, it might be a thing. Yeah, I yeah, I, I I'm 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 really curious as to how they're going to tie in the multiverse because I believe at this point all of our characters in the uh the Arrowverse proper as I guess we could refer to it think that the multiverse has been condensed down and there aren't any other universes. Is that right. correct? Yeah. I think yeah, at this point, well, no, hang on, cuz Cisco went around to chart the new multiverse. They they know about it. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Cisco went around our Earth to chart oh, the that's new right. villains. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that they don't believe that there is a multiverse anymore, even though we as an audience know there is because, you know, the DC EU and, and uh, Batwoman's universe and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really curious as to how they, they pull that in, um, you know, and seeing seeing it through a new tech person's eyes like Chester, that, that's, mm. that should be interesting. Um, but yeah, like I'm kind of confused as to why red death would come to this universe well because this was prime so maybe red death is actually going around hunting down barry allen's of the multiverse and to prevent them from like going rogue or something yeah that could be okay oh yeah i could buy that here's the other factor too so if i'm remembering correctly zoom was carried off by the uh wraiths the ring wraiths (laughs) (laughs) and they like they they carry him off and he becomes black flash Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when we see him before, he's rocking. You know, initially when he's like posing as Jay Garrick, whose pop figure I have on my desk right here, (laughs) he's got the yellow lightning, but he can't hang on to it because he, you know, he couldn't fully connect to the speed force, and so because he's like, you know, hooking up that velocity, that sweet, sweet velocity, uh, his lightning ultimately goes blue and starts kind of ripping him apart. But then on top of that, because he's messing around with like. Time variance, or not time variance, but um, uh, yeah, no time variance, right? Like he was creating multiple versions. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. He would kill them and like, yeah, yeah, create multiple versions. Yeah, exactly. And so, like the the ring wraiths, the the dementors come flying through, and they're like, "Hey, you can't do that. We're we're gonna we're gonna carry you off." And what ends up happening? His lightning goes from blue to red. So oh, yeah, what, there's also a possibility. That maybe the Black Flash has somehow reincarnated himself post crisis, but is still tapping into like that death energy. That could okay? be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is what Batwoman is actually harvesting to to become Red Death. 
Because it's definitely a connection to the negative speed force. I don't know that it is. Was it connection to the regular negative speed force when he was the Black Flash? Um, I mean, Did they ever confirmed that. I don't know if they confirmed it, but according to our color theory, you know, the only other person made sense for a couple of years. I don't (laughs) know if it makes sense anymore. (laughs) But but I mean, the only other person to have red lightning is Reverse Flash, and he was connected to the negative speed force. Yeah. So I mean, I I I don't I don't know how they'll explain it. But this thought just popped into my head. This is this is crazy. So uh, season two, Earth two, there's a speedster with purple lightning. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's. um. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm blanking on his name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Did, did we ever? We, we never saw anything from him again, ever again, right? No, the accelerated man. The accelerated man. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. him. That's him. I don't know why that just popped. We we're talking about lightning colors and stuff. And I was like, you know who we haven't seen in a while? <laughs> the accelerated man. <laughs> I remember us like, oh my gosh, the accelerated man. And you're like, they're going to be this cool team up. Nope, nope. Nope. Just saw him for a split second. That's it. Yep. Anyway. And well, so there was a debate that was going on around at the time because some people were saying the lightning was purple. Some people were saying the lightning was white. And my argument was that it was white, but like the way that it was shaded, like the whole earth was shaded with kind of a purplish but that didn't make his lightning purple oh uh, yeah with, yeah with, with the color grading in earth 2 to make it appear different from earth 1 yeah yeah yeah. but I he wasn't from that. earth 2 he was like from earth 19 or something like that oh yeah he's a different yeah well, seven we somewhere him, in the we, teens we saw him on earth 2 no right? we saw him in, no 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 it was so we saw him briefly when he was dealing with gypsy that's right yeah that's right yeah 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 oh man you know, you Gypsy. go back, you, you think this, this, you know, you're right. You're like, you, you reflect back on like some of the great moments of the show. And it's like, yeah, this is, this is, this has been a good show. I mean, like, you know, we're, we're here now, but we, we, we've had some good times. <laughs> Look, it's not the destination. It's oh the gosh. journey to get you there. <laughs> it's sure as heck not the destination, but yeah, you know, that, that's been a good journey. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say it's all about the run? Bell? Hey, oh, yes, yes, I would. I would say that. <laughs> well, there you go. Any any other thoughts about this episode or where we might be heading? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm holding on to my to my uh, killer snow or poison snow or something. Just Yo, because you, you said poison snow. You're going to have to own that now. I know poison snow because like it's 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 she's Pamela Isley. Uh huh. But it's snow before right. she goes crazy. It's it's going to happen. I'm, like Sue Dibney is Catwoman. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. it's it, I'm I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. They listen to our show. The writers listen to our show. They know. No, no, we lost. They're 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 re, no, they're rewriting stuff right now. <laughs> I can I can hear the 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 keyboards clicking as they're typing away. No, we 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 lost them when we dropped the flash from the title. They're like, oh, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, yeah. there you go. Those are our thoughts for this week's episode. Let us know yours. Head over to twittercom FM. Use the hashtag Flash TV Talk. Love to hear what you're thinking. You know, maybe we're out of line. Maybe I'm out of line. Bell is being nothing but charitable and wonderful as he always is. I'm being all bitter here, but maybe that's because I've been roasting duck all day and I'm starving. <laughs> I mean, geez, if I had like delicious gumbo cooking in my house all day and I wasn't able to eat it yet, I would probably be upset too. It's a long process, buddy, because what you do is you, you roast the duck and there's not a lot of meat on duck, but there's a ton of fat. So you render the fat, which you're going to use for the roux. Then you like peel off all of the meat from the actual duck itself and dice it all up and whatnot and put it to the side. Then you take the carcass, if you will, and you put it, put it in a big bowl, you boil it so you get some duck broth. So you're dealing with meat, you're dealing with fat, and you're dealing with broth. You're going to lose every single part of the duck, like a buffalo. Oh, okay. There you go. 
Yeah. That's how we do. Anyway. All right. Well, there's our thoughts. Like I said, uh, you know where to hit us up, but that's going to do it for us for this week. But don't worry. We'll be back in a flash. <laughs>